Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. We we are really beginning to see that public schools have not been public schools for a long, long time. But the good news is, if we can find any good news in our American educational system, is that the public is beginning. That's the operative word, beginning. The public is beginning to demand that public schools be public. And the educational establishment does not like it. Hey, welcome to Bobberty Live. This is the 4 o'clock hour. Yeah, you probably already knew that. And my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Quick note, I will be down in Logan, Ohio again this evening. Uh, Joy and I are doing a four-day revival at Shepherd of the Valley Church in Logan. Shepherd of the Valley Church in Logan. We were there Sunday morning, Sunday night, last night, and now tonight at 7 p.m. And then one final night tomorrow night. So uh, I am amazed at how many people in that church listen to the program. And it's it's just very, very encouraging. If you live anywhere around the uh, Logan area, it's Tuesday night. There's nothing good on TV. Uh, come out, 7 o'clock, Shepherd of the Valley Church in Logan. See you there tonight at uh, 7 p.m. All right, public education. I have been commenting now for, I don't know, probably six months probably once a week, sharing with you that there is a movement. It's small, but it's growing. There is a movement of parents across America waking up. No, they're not becoming woke. They're becoming awake. For the last 80 80 years, 100 years, Parents in America have said, well, we're going to send our kids to the professionals. That's the teachers, the principals, the administrators in the public schools. They're the professionals, and we just trust them. So we're going to put our kids on the bus in the morning. We'll uh, greet the bus in the afternoon. And whatever happens in between those times, uh, we don't really need to know because we trust the professionals. For many parents... Those days are gone. And good, 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 good. Does that mean that every public teacher in America is evil? Of course not. 
that every parent in America should know what's going on in the classroom. Not only is it their right, it's their responsibility to know what their kids are being taught. The days of, well, hey, we'll just, you know, we'll just trust the professionals. Those days should never, ever come back. So there is a movement across America of parents beginning to attend school board meetings where they have never attended before. There is a movement of parents actually requesting to see the curriculum. Hey, I want to see what my kids are being taught. I want to see. Whether it's history or uh, math or uh, sex ed. And that's a good thing. Now, here's what's happening. When parents now are beginning to find out what their kids are being taught, in many cases, they're not happy campers. They're shocked. They're dismayed. Sometimes they're angry when they find out what the professionals have been teaching their children. And they're going to school board meetings and they're speaking out. Well, why shouldn't they? Every school board meeting is supposed to have a public comment section. Well, a public comment section is for, uh, let me think what that's for. Uh, Oh, yeah, public comment. So anyway, school administrators, principals, school boards are getting scared, sometimes angry. How dare you question us? How dare you demand that you have input into what your child is being taught? And thus the letter that I discussed with you just a few minutes ago from the National School Board Association to President Biden. You got to keep these parents out of our school boards. You got to to keep them out of our meetings because some of them are domestic terrorists. And so... We are seeing this increase in parents actually becoming involved in their child's education. Uh, Let me repeat, that is a good, good thing. Unless you're an administrator, a principal, or a school board that does not want parents to know. One such person is Randy Weingarten. Uh, She is the president of the American Federation of Teachers. Really? Yeah. She is the president of the American Federation of Teachers. She made some comments about a lengthy editorial that was just published, and I mean just published, in the Washington Post. The uh, editorial, the op-ed piece published in the Washington Post, was written by Professor Jack Schneider and journalist Jennifer Berkshire. And here is the headline of the op-ed piece in the Washington Post. Here is the headline. Parents claim they have the right to shape their kids' curriculum. They don't. Intentional pause. Let me read the headline again from a professor 
Again, a prominent editorial just published in the Washington Post. Parents claim they have the right to shape their kids' curriculum. They don't. It's a lengthy editorial basically saying all of these parents who are showing up at school board meetings, they're all a bunch of white supremacists. No, really, that's what he says. The only people showing up at school board meetings are a bunch of white supremacists, radical Republicans, Trump supporters. That's all they are. And they're so crazy, they're so kooky, they have no right to what their children are being taught. Talk about a radical position. It is an extremely radical position that says, if you get involved in your child's education, that means you're a white supremacist, a radical, crazy, kooky, Republican Trump supporter. Well, here is the uh, observation of Randy Weingartner, the president of the American Federation of Teachers. After reading this radical editorial stating that parents need to keep their noses out of their kids' education. Randy Weingartner, president of the American Federation of Teachers, wrote in a Twitter piece, great piece on parents' rights and public schools. Great piece. Now, remember what the headline was? Parents claim they have the right to shape their kids' curriculum. They don't. And the president of the American Federation of Teachers says, great piece on parents' rights in public schools. So in other words, she is agreeing with this hit piece that the Washington Post has published. This is why parents are getting involved. And this is why more and more and more parents should be getting involved. And that's why, until this next election, I will continue to say, if I can remember every day, if you are running for school board or know someone who is running for school board, call me, 877-BOB-LIVE. I'll put you on the air. I had one, uh, an individual yesterday running for school board in Upper Arlington. I'll, I'll give you airtime. I'll ask questions. But I'll give you airtime. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right. Speaking of school boards, as we were just before the break, there has been a. Um, a tsunami of controversy around the Loudoun County School District in Virginia. Uh, it began several months ago uh, with, number one, they were trying to pass um, a, a, a policy uh, that would allow boys to be in girls' bathroom, girls to be in boys' bathrooms, and so forth. Uh, all a student had to do was say, if you're a boy, I feel like a girl, and okay, then you can go and take a shower with the girls, even if you're a boy. Uh, they were trying to pass that policy. There was a lot of controversy, a lot of comments at the school board meeting, and so forth. Uh, well, they passed it. 
the next step, and I think I have this in chronological order. I'm not. I'm not positive, but an elementary school teacher. Oh, by by the way, part of that policy not only was allowing kids to use the bathroom shower facilities of their choice. Huh, what could possibly go wrong with that? Uh, was also a policy that forced teachers to use the preferred pronoun of their students, even a kindergartner. If a little boy says, I want to be called her or she or Z or Zay or they, the teacher would be required. Well, an elementary school teacher says, I can't do that. If it's a boy, it's a boy. If it's a girl, it's a girl. I, you know, So they fired him. Um, he took it to court. That's been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. All right. And to be honest, I can't remember where that's at. He was reinstated and then they, they, the school board appealed it and so forth. Anyway, here's where it really gets bizarre and wicked and evil. When the Loudoun County School Board was trying to pass this rule resolution, policy, that allow boys to use girls' facilities, girls to use boys' facility, and so forth. Prior to this, a boy dressed in a skirt went into a girl's bathroom and raped a female student. Now, this is really important. While they're debating this, A boy dressed in a skirt went into a girl's bathroom. A boy went into a girl's bathroom wearing a skirt and raped a girl. The school board knew about this and told no one. Ultimately, the father of this girl came to the school board and confronted them. Was he angry? Uh, Yes, he was angry. He was dragged out of the school board meeting in handcuffs because he was angry. Who, what father would not be angry? And the school board claimed innocence. We didn't know. We now know from emails that have been captured, they did know. They knew. So when they passed this this resolution, this policy, they knew what could happen and what would happen if they continued with that policy. Well, that boy, dressed as a girl who raped the girl, was transferred to another school by the Loudoun County School Board. He was transferred to another school, and he did it again at another school. Well, why do I bring that up today? Here's the headline from today. A juvenile court judge found a teenage boy guilty of non-consensual sex with a female student in the controversial case from Loudoun County, Virginia. The sexual assault became a national outrage after public school officials denied any knowledge of an assault during a heated confrontation with parents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Yesterday, juvenile court judge Pamela Brooks found that the evidence presented was sufficient to find that the 15-year-old suspect had engaged in non-consensual sex with the victim during the bathroom assault at Stonebridge High School. The suspect was also accused of sexually assaulting a second victim after he had been moved to another school in the district. Quote, The matter will be continued for review to determine the outcome of the second set of charges against the same young man who was accused of sexually assaulting a second Loudoun County student after being transferred to Broad Run High School. The boy said in court he had worn a skirt into the restroom. The school board was warned, if you pass this policy, this is what could happen. The parents didn't know. It had already happened. But the school board did and denied it. These policies are being passed all across America, including several central Ohio school districts. This is going to become a common theme, folks. If schools are allowed to adopt these evil, wicked, and just unbelievably unwise policies, you give the green light for boys to go into the girls' bathroom and girls' showers, this is what's going to happen. And that is why parents are beginning to speak out.